now, your feature presentation. Hey, 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 welcome back everybody to the Cult Classic Podcast. Cameron Jones here, as always with... Mark Nussel, along with... Jordan Jones. Uh, everyone back in house again. Welcome back to the studio, everybody. Uh, we're keeping it on track with what this is actually about, Cold Classic Movies. Now I can see Jordan's stupid face up in person. Hey, guys. Now I won't have to pause four times when my computer freezes on <laughs> Skype. Max! <laughs> oh, yeah, so sorry. Oh, you can still call in. Uh, we're going to be doing a horror feature for, uh, for a nice little change here. We're going to be doing the 1985 horror classic, Reanimator. It's a take off of Frankenstein. It's based off the H.P. Lovecraft short story. I hate to break it to H.P. Lovecraft. You kind of made your version of Frankenstein. A medical student returns from Austria, kind of obsessed with just, you know, bringing the dead back to life. I didn't kill him. I brought him life. Room ends up rooming with the protagonist. This is why you never get a roommate from the office. Could get murdered, bring people back to life. Could be friends forever. Who knows? Directed by Stuart Gordon. Starring Jeffrey Combs, Bruce Abbott, Barbara Crampton, David Gale, Jerry Black. Uh, Reanimator is the closest you can get to softcore porn as far as someone... Oh, uh, you get closer. Uh, sounds similar in they're bringing something back to life, and they left out a lot of xenophobic racism from the movie. <laughs> Which is good. Uh, this movie is uh, a horror movie that is known for its gore and its special effects, its practical effects. Uh, this is the most sublimable Mountain Dew ad you'll ever see. Reanimator, reanimator, reanimator. Is this a cool classic? Yeah. Ooh, we're bringing this category back? Love that. Yeah, because we actually have one. Okay. We got to remind people. True. Uh, sometimes, tough. sometimes we do what we want, but this podcast is... Cold Classics Podcast. And yeah, this one's on the list. It's known, I mean, for its special effects. It's campy kind of delivery. Campy over B the horror top. movie stands the test of time. People loved it then. I do remember People seeing it, it on now. a list, but like even just from my, this is my first viewing, so I think it definitely fits the criteria. Yeah, 100%. Plus, it's coming off like HP Lovecraft, so there's just a whole other like genre that of, of fandom that you can get people into. I don't think those people of like 1920s, like horror, are maybe as into this. Um, it's your it's 80s campy, horror yeah. camp at its finest. This is probably one of our most requested movies we haven't done yet. Let's go around the horn. Cult classic? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's three yeses and zero noes, folks. Just as a, another comparable one, would you like this more or less than The Grateful Dead? Not Grateful Dead, sorry, than uh, Evil Dead. I don't know. Band's pretty sick. <laughs> Do you like this more or less than Evil, The Evil Dead? Uh, Grateful Dead, uh, on a side note, is one of the most surprising bands. As a kid, Actually, I thought they were going to be like bangers, but it's just like... Jam band. Damn, that's, that's tough because I, I find them so similar, actually. Uh, if I had to pick, if I'm on my deathbed, I, I may actually say Reanimator. I think I give story uh, to Reanimator, but I give performance to Bruce Campbell. I mean, Bruce Campbell said, yeah, that's true. So this one has... I'm still sticking with Reanimator. This has more concrete of a narrative structure. I agree with that. But Re- but um, Evil Dead 2 is so over the top. I kind of like that better. So yeah, in the end, we're, we're back to cold classics, baby. We're, we, it's in the name and we're, we're doing... We're back and enjoy it while you can. All right, cast and crew. 
Uh, directed by Stuart Gordon. Do okay. I'm Anybody not gonna lie. Know Stuart Gordon. I know nobody in this film and no one associated to it. So I'm hoping. Yeah. I'm hoping you have some. Facts Let me shed for me. some light. Okay. I'm all ears. I really Stuart don't. Gordon. He was the writer for Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. You may know okay. the film. Okay. Crazy. So I do know his work. I think he had his hands in the cookie jar with the other Honey, I Shrunk this. That's unfortunate. Or Honey, I blew up this. Um, I would actually rank it one. He directed two. the TV show. What's is three's honey? We shrunk ourselves, right? Where we all learned about yeah. potassium. It's the only reason we know about potassium. You're, you said you're two one. What'd you say? One three two. Three's got a little bit of a made for Disney Channel original movie to it, mm-hmm. but I think it's still serviceable. He's just uh, he was born in Chicago. He's a Chicago guy. Oh nice. Uh, he directed a lot of uh, plays and kind of short story esque um, at this place called the Organic Theater in Chicago. I guess just from his IMDb, the most notable works he's he's done is. Um, from Beyond and Castle Freak. Oh, I've seen Castle Freak. That's another cult classic horror movie. Um, it's about a castle freak. <laughs> a freak that lives in a castle. I'm not here to pry. The Bells <laughs> of Notre Dame. Kind of, only he's just... Well, really, he's a church freak. Um, uh, sad to say, he actually just passed away this year uh, a couple months ago. R.I.P. Hopefully he was a good, era, good uh, age. Let's move on to cast. We've got uh, Jeffrey Combs. Herbert, uh, he plays Herbert West, kind of the crazy med student that comes back from Austria. What else did he do? Anything? He's also in From Beyond and Castle Freak, so he he joined. He, got in the crew he did look again. familiar. Who is he in Castle Freak? Is he the Castle Freak? I haven't seen Castle Freak, so I couldn't tell you. Oh, tell me he's the Castle Freak. Um, I'm going to look into that. I just watched Castle Freak not too long ago. Just for the so first we can time, talk so. about Castle Freak a little bit more. <laughs> Megan Halsey, uh, Barbara Crampton plays her. She's also in From Beyond and Castle Freak. Who is she? In, is she the daughter? I guess. Cameron, Cameron have you seen Castle Freak? <laughs> yeah, there's I've all seen Castle Freak. Give us one more. All right, we can kind of go quick with the rest because he. I don't think. Uh, maybe they did. Nothing from what I saw. They, they didn't join. Um, Stuart Gordon. In any other future. In any films. other feature films. Uh, we have Bruce Abbott plays Dan Kane. David Gale plays Doctor Carl Hill, the headless guy. Uh, we have Robert Sampson. Uh, he plays Dean Halsey, uh, and. Jerry Black plays Mace, so that's that, that's the only the thing that surprised me about the cast and crew. Often, when you have such a respected movie in a genre like this, I would have expected the director to have more than just Castle Freak. Normally, they have like twenty. Ooh, well, movies or he something. did write. Um, yeah, Honey and that one shocked me too. <laughs> so I don't know. I like you know. I it is just, a short list of his works. Often, on uh, a director where people really like this movie may even go on to bigger and better things. You know what I mean? Right. But so that that did surprise me a little bit while I was looking things over. I wasn't surprised that I don't know the the cast that well. I mean, either you know yeah. or you don't. They ju- th- there was just a few of them that looked so familiar. I mean, but anyways. Right. Let's go on to likes and favorite aspects. Likes and favorite aspects. I I really enjoy how the movie starts off, boom, with, with uh, the death in Switzerland or Sweden or wherever it's at. That really gets you in it, and then it really slows off for a bit. But you're like, oh, we're doing. And they don't it. spend too much time on that. They let you. They get you a short, like whatever, two minute intro. Yeah. And even before that, I think. Cameron said the the credits were a little long, but they're opening kind of cool are, and trippy. Opening credits are a little long for me, but I actually some cool visuals. <laughs> outside of I've kind of over Bond movie intros, right. they've gotten just too long. But uh, it any, wasn't quite a Bond movie intro, but it was close. Oh Jesus! I do like when I when I go back to movies, uh, you know, from the eighties mm-hmm. on all down to the thirties. 
The opening credits used to be so much more part of a movie, which I do really enjoy. True. I like them. Um, a title sequence. We, we brought this Give up in the me. previous uh, category, but again, this is like an 80s horror movie where it's campy. It's funny. Some of the line deliveries are over the top. Sometimes it's more so just the special effects, the ridiculousness of it. Um, and just, again, the gore and just the horror and the yeah, makeup. I had gore just, in mind, too. I, I love a good horror movie that has like crazy special effects, and this one's like chock full of them. They were doing like a lobotomy right at the beginning. I'm like, I just, I don't know. I wasn't, I wasn't sure what I was getting into when I watched it. And like right away, they're like sticking like a cotton swab into a brain. I'm like, Jesus Christ. That's how you get tested for coronavirus nowadays. I think it is. I think, <laughs> I think it think is. I think it's that deep. You do it right at the, uh, in the parking lot of Walmart. It's got to tickle your brain stem. This is just a little, a little like if it's set at a hospital, you got a good chance for a horror movie. That's me. Hospital setting, it's good. That kind of uh, leads into what I'm about to say is it wasn't like too absurd of a story. You know no. what I mean? They're trying to bring some people back to life. It's not just like there's some mystical. It's like being I that, like that it's that like causes a, this. It's a mixture between like Frankenstein and just like a zombie movie kind of like it's Pretty a nice much. like marriage of it, which is fun. There's like some science, but then they're kind of aggressive zombie. It wasn't too absurd of like a, a reasoning. Whatever you thing. categorize this movie in, whether it be the horror, zombie, whatever, I like movies like this because more than scary and shock factor, it's it's meant to be funny. And a, and a little gory, you know, but it's not all gore, gore, gore. Yeah. I think if you search it on Google, like it, it'll say in, in like the description, it'll be like horror and then even comedy. Comedy, say, yeah. yeah. Comedy horror for, yeah. I mean, that Which ticks I would say off like full-fledged comedy, but I mean, I can see how they would, would yeah. peg it. I think, I mean, but it's not all just funny because it's bad. There's intentional humor in the movie. True. True. No, for sure. Uh, should we move? I mean, overall, I have one more. Uh, the movie poster is, is fucking. Oh, sick. the movie yeah. poster is pretty sick, actually. My last favorite aspect: the serum, just the just the glow, the glow Ooh, stick serum, the lightning bug juice. You're right. If that wasn't so uh, neon bright and crazy, what's the word? This sounds like translucent, but it's not luminescent. Luminescent. That's what it, it is. It wasn't so luminescent and glowing and perfect. Uh, but overall, I, I like the movie. I like it. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Gladiator, Marcus Aurelius, thumbs up. It's not Marcus, whoever that is. I was going in with pretty based off of how people requested the the rotten tomatoes the rotten tomato scores. I had pretty high expectations for this. And it it lived up. I, I found it more watchable than some campy horror movies are. Unverified. What do you guys have this week? What did you guys copy from Internet Movie Database? I didn't copy anything. Oh, okay. Uh, so the special effects department went through 24 gallons of fake blood, they said, during the shoot. Uh, and the most they'd ever used before that was two gallons of blood on a film. So it beat their record by quite a bit. That, I don't know if I saw that much blood in the movie, though. Like 24 gallons? I mean, maybe think. maybe some cuts. Well, think they, about this, though. There's a lot coming out of people's mouths. The whole end scene, there's a lot of it bodies. It is bloody. I'm not giving, but I mean, think of like, how, how far two gallons of blood could blood go. blood every scene. True. I like to think about fake blood like I think about soy sauce. It, it just goes a little goes a long way. <laughs> <laughs> Would you guys like this uh, better or worse? Originally, uh, the director wanted to uh, shoot it in black and white and 16 millimeter to give it like a gritty, like old timey Frankenstein kind of feel. I don't say this often, but worse. Yeah, I think so too, actually. I don't say it often either. Yeah, but yeah, I think. Because of the like times, it would have just been 80s and black and white. It would have looked funny, kind of. You Maybe wouldn't if you have needed to use as much blood because I feel like the, the effect of blood wouldn't have gone 
like as far. What if it was a period piece and it was like 1920s kind of steampunky and it was like that? Yeah, then you can do it, but it wasn't a period piece. It was a set. I mean, I agree. A mullet but, is not. Okay, what look if it's cool black, black and white, white? But they still had that cool glowing serum. Hmm? Try so, to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Try to do it. Just bright like everywhere. A noise with it. Uh, Richard Band went over the schedule by two days while composing the score uh, in Italy, and as a direct result, he had to like pretty much pay out of his own pocket a couple grand just to finish the finish the score. So that yeah. kind of sucks for him. That would suck, but it's cool that he was dedicated to it. Uh, that is bullshit. Just, he he spent one thousand five hundred out of his own pocket, and uh, screw that. Oh, specifics. Uh, this one's uh, this one's kind of rumor corner, but I think also kind of confirmed rumor that uh, David Gale's wife divorced him shortly after the film's release, and it was specifically because of the attempt rape scene on Megan in that film. Uh, she was quoted as saying. Wasn't it like David? How could you? As she like stormed yeah, out of the. Yeah, it was essentially. It, was, it actually was David. How could you? As that's she. That, no, he said he confirmed that. I'm pretty sure. Yes, yeah. that's, that's verified. So this movie straight up ruined uh, his marriage. <laughs> so that's kind of shitty. I, I didn't doubt it could be just about that scene, but uh, <laughs> if it was, it was a <laughs> flimsy a marriage scapegoat. anyway. <laughs> I mean, uh, I thought if, if it was just that, it's good that she stuck to her morals. Another shitty thing for him during this movie is uh, because they couldn't afford uh, fake hair to match uh, David Gale's because his hair was so nice, apparently, they had to shave his head so that he wore a toupee the entire movie just so that they, his hair would match like the prosthetics. <laughs> That's so good. So the entire That's movie. That's such a compliment for Di- for Gail. That was actually a big deal. I couldn't tell if he was a toupee or not the whole time. Yep, sure he so was. So the entire movie, he did wear a toupee, right? May, yeah, just because of cost, he had to shave his head to match the hair department. Okay, I, I did wonder that. I'm like, is his hair just in place or perfect or a toupee? Well, I'm glad that somebody did the research. <laughs> this one's that was going to be a question. <laughs> this that, one's a little wild. This one's a little crazy. Uh, the woman Dan is seen attempting to resuscitate at the beginning of the film was a dildo enthusiast. You heard it right, dildo enthusiast, and was known to hide dildos with the fake corpses in the morgue set. She was just a prankster, a dildo prankster. I read that too, but someone who's a little... A dildo mo- enthusiast mo- himself? Seems like someone that might be hiding dildos around. I don't know. That's like a whoopee cushion thing. Someone yeah, who's yeah. always like hiding no, a whoopee cushion. Not. Yes, it <laughs> is. It is. It's like a person that hides dildos. <laughs> So this is for you, Cameron Mark. I can't remember which one had a uh, grievance with it. The opening credit sequence plays visual homage to Hitchcock, Saul right? Bass's work in Hitchcock's Vertigo. It does seem like there were some Hitchcock things. I mean, there I was already that, the psycho thing. There, there, for was, sure was a there were some blatant, thing. blatant things, but I think there were some other like sneaky, just kind of like homages in there. You're looking at a person, not a Vertigo fan. I might not even put it in my top really? four Hitchcock. The ones I like to watch. You want it real quick? Here we go. Yeah, oh, he's gone. Number one, it's rear window. It's not okay. even close. Jimmy Stewart. Number two, I'm gonna go Psycho. Number three, I'm gonna go North by Northwest. And number four, Strangers on a Train. Hmm. Boom. It's a pretty good list. Birds not on there anywhere. Birds suck. <laughs> a little premature Mount Rushmore there, like that. <laughs> or are we gonna do unrelated? Movies? I don't think we're gonna do Hitchcock. Movies. I don't even think we'll do a Hitchcock. A quick movie unrelated, ever. unrelated Rushmores. Yeah. Um, this is come at of, me, internet. This, this is kind of a funny one. So this this is based off of an H.P. Lovecraft short story. H.P. Lovecraft was a science fiction horror writer in like the 1920s. Side note: What a sick name. H.P. Love- Lovecraft. Yeah. H.P. Lovecraft. Got to be made up. That's oh, actually the man. name. Got to be a pen maiden, right? That's the name I named my. Uh, oh, yeah, I'm Cameron Jones Longschlong is my pen name. Is what I went by. Mine is my Jordan Dickenballs. <laughs> HP and Lovecraft. Because that's what he can fit in his mouth. Lovecraft would be your right nut. Yeah, Lovecraft <laughs> is the right nut. 
Uh, but H.P. Lovecraft was quoted to have said that he actually did not like the Reanimator series, but he was getting paid $5 in installments, so he was just doing it for the money. It's a short story collection. I believe so. Sort of, in a way, like a reoccurring mm-hmm. character, right? Right. Uh, the first man who was reanimated at the morgue, huge guy, buff guy. Mm-hmm. He's actually Arnold Schwarzenegger's like st- stunt double oh, no shit. in like everything from the Terminator to Jingle All the Way. Huh. Nice. So that's that guy. Well, we've seen his penis. <laughs> right on. Do you? Little like behind the back, like ball. And- nope, just coming at you. <laughs> no, <laughs> you see his penis. Do you really? Yeah, I think. He- yeah, I'm pretty sure. Okay. So little, little, little dangly dinger. I'm gonna look out for this yeah, the next no, time I watch it. Uh, but the padded cell that Halsey's in when he's like uh, deemed insane. You, I guess you can tell. Well, initially, during some of the takes, he was hitting the walls and they were starting to collapse. Mm-hmm. So they had to just make it so he was going insane in the center of the room. But you can tell, I guess. It when looked it, like a destination imagination like set or something. Don't break it. Don't, don't break it. Don't yeah, break it. Easy, easy, yeah. easy. So buddy. I guess you can tell in some of the scenes when he leans on the wall, you can see it start to bow and stuff and that it was clearly like buckling under like his weight. The window would shake. You could totally tell. Yeah, the window looked shaky. I did notice the window looked uh, shaky as hell. But I, I'm going to look at that next time for some of those walls. and the uh, difference between integrity. a movie where the budget is a million dollars like 900,000 I think was the budget versus you know one of those 100 million dollar budget movies this may be something that should have come up in comments and questions but uh, according to Stuart Gordon the director the morgue scene where or just any time the morgue security guard who leaves his post repeatedly Mm -hmm. uh, is him going to like rub one out and Cameron's like is he you, def- jack off. you definitely get that vibe the second time because he's reading a dirty magazine. He's like, I'm going to take a little break real I quick. Did, kind uh, of thing. I I'm did a- note down the magazine. It's called Boudoir. I'm not familiar with it. Boudoir. I don't know if it's real or fake. Assume real? I don't know. I, I mean, know. Boudoir is a thing. Yeah, I know. But that was the name of the magazine, I believe. He went to go rub one out every time. That's he's like, I'll said. be back real quick. <laughs> I guess so. Which is even kind of creepier that he works in a morgue. I don't uh, know. You guys I mean, I'm hear- sure he's not jerking off to morgue stuff. It's a stressful job. You guys want to hear two facts that together are crazy? (laughs) So first off, this film was shot in only 18 days. uh, And it was supposed to be 16 days of principal filming and two days were just like kind of pickup days. But the first cut of the film was two hours and 30 minutes. And meaning in those 16 days, though, they had so much footage. They they cut out a between the first cut and the final cut. They they cut out a storyline where somebody was clairvoyant or something and had controlling powers. I'd it was be- just eight more minutes of like boob licking. I think it was. <laughs> it oh, was. Yeah, weird. That's weird. the reason they got divorced. <laughs> she saw the first. She cut. saw the first cut, <laughs> and it was rough. It was really originally going to be released on Skinamax. <laughs> oh, this one. Uh, I don't I know. I just looked. An actual that- dead cat was used. Oh, really? The dead cat. Yeah. No fucking way. Uh, An pick, actual pickup fact: they killed it themselves. No, that's not true. I don't know that. You're saying that. You want me to re- yeah. read the whole thing? An actual dead cat was used for the scene with Rufus in the fridge. Should have said in the fridge. Dead cat. Oh, so there's a real dead cat in the fridge. Man, it's you can do that with frogs Funny, and pigs that, that and does cats. Look, the, the cat looks fake, which is weird. That looks it's like fake. the fakest cat in the whole it's park. Fake. I know. Well, I think there there is a lot of fake cat though because Obviously. you see, oh, it's got to be because there's a part where like Dan where picks him up and he's like rigor. Yeah, there's rigor a, there's a part where it's essentially it's the fight scene from Scary Movie Two when she's like Matrix fighting the cat. Yeah, <laughs> that scene's cat, hilarious. Kind of happening. You think that's an homage to this? Maybe in retrospect, definitely wouldn't have picked up on it. I'm gonna have to rewatch for that because uh, I saw that cat and like that's fake. But now uh, this is the last thing I have. But uh, shout out to Chicago again, uh, nice. John Nolan, the the makeup effects uh, person. They took uh, John Nolan, cast and crew. 
they put they took a disgusting shots from Cook County morgue to get a bunch of real life like just different corpses and like burnt like just different victims so that they could recreate it realistically on their corpse or on their on their corpses in the morgue. You wouldn't need to do that. You wouldn't need to do. Apparently, that. they went like real deep on research, like medically, like just looking into. You wouldn't need to do that stuff. Another one is like they brought the actors like through like an actual like a sand asylum and morgue just to like. For no, what what do you need to do that? For? I don't want to ever go to a morgue. I'm not interested. I don't care. I don't want to go. Um, here's my last one. Just read it so my voice can be heard. Mm-hmm. Barbara Crampton does all her own screaming in the film. I don't know why anybody wrote that, but like, in case Wilhelm. you were wondering, uh, last unverified, time, it's all her. If you guys want to watch a cool kind of uh, scary morgue uh, movie, Do. look. Uh, I think it's just called Jane, The Autopsy of Jane Doe, I think it's called. I think it was on HBO, but it's just kind of a creepy morgue ghost kind of zombie kind of thing. Cool. Check it out. It's really it's creepy. All of a sudden, the guy from like Final Destination like pops out of the morgue like, hey. Oh, you mean the candy, candy man? man. <laughs> Listen, candy I don't man. know much about horror movies, but that motherfucker's the candy man. Uh, should the we move on man, to oh, yeah, any other facts? Sorry. This is a super 80s one. It can be the last one, if that's fine. Uh, Combs recalls having to like feed Gail cigarettes. Uh, the, the headless <laughs> guy, when he's like, uh, he's like basically the headless guy, the head in that little table. Just like he's like, ah, I need another one. Smoking. Give me another mom. Uh, my wife is gonna leave me after this. <laughs> he's like, he's chain smoking. Oh, it was his wife. Because he, he was, was the, just uh, acting. Uh, that wasn't improv, was that, it? That was the whole point. Because he was like sucking on a boob, and he because he was like going in at her vajayjay. His <laughs> wife was very embarrassed about the entire thing. I wonder what he said he was doing. It's like I got cast in a movie. No more community theater for me. Full disclosure: there's a, there's a love scene. <laughs> oh, as long as it's a love scene. Uh, should we move on to questions? Comments, animosities. Questions, comments, animosities. So clearly, there's an uncomfortable long scene in this movie. Uh, that the scene, the scene where there's a disembodied head, and it touches on topics of sexual assault and rape. And we, of course, do not condone that or think it's funny in any way. But just moving forward with this category, I mean, it is a ridiculous head making sexual advances. So therefore, if we do poke fun at it in any way, it is not to poke fun at the situation itself and the topic, but more so the depiction in this 85 horror movie. So just for the record, we don't believe in headless, bodiless sexual assault, (laughs) but we are going to talk about it. Okay, moving on. But unlike David Gale and his wife, we're going to talk about it first. Oh, I bet they had a conversation. (laughs) I bet they had a conversation after. Well, nice that she saw the movie. <laughs> okay, this is a common uh, question about the, the guy that plays uh, the dean, the teacher. Mm-hmm. How much would it suck to be him? Every, he acts that whole movie. Now, granted, it was only 18 days, but he's got to be like sitting in a chair with his head in, in a hole the whole time. You're talking Wait, about the guy? dean. Those are two different people. You're confusing the dean with, the head with Dr. Hill, who's the guy that gets his head chopped off. Okay, Dr. Hill, who gets his head chopped off. Mm-hmm. It would suck to be him as an actor. Oh, for sure, the end. The whole end of the, sh- the last He's like- getting fed cigarettes. That's true. Exactly. Getting- he can't even hold him himself. Pull away. Pull away. Scratch my nose. Scratch my nose. Oh, that'd be terrible. Got a nose itch. Let's just take this to the beginning of the movie here, though. Question, how does Wes not get arrested with that whole death of his like professor? It's, I don't know how he gets back at all. I know that European countries and their jail system and their just their, their, their judicial system is better than ours, but is it that good? I think like an investigation would have saw that like there was some sort of like um, injection. Foul play for sure. They came in on him like over him, like injecting something. I guess he could have been like, I was trying to. He could have easily been like, I'm trying to save him. But instead he was like, 
kind of implicating himself right at the beginning, being like, I, I brought him back to life kind of thing. Okay. The well, real question, I, I think Definitely I Definitely detained. The, yeah. Um, do you think Wes killed his mentor teacher or he died naturally and then he reanimated him? I believe the movie proves that he probably killed Ooh, him. Ooh, interesting. Well, I because don't know. you don't know. You don't know at all. And you don't really know that Wes <laughs> is going to be that much of a, a murderer. Maybe he gets struck and mad as the movie goes on. I'm led to believe, though, uh, he didn't just bring him life. He killed him. <laughs> I, I, I would actually say no. I would say Dr. Hill is his first actual kill. Oh, okay. Actually, no. He acts pretty nutty all, all right now. He actually might be a killer. I mean, so I guess you can kind of tie it to the cat. Like, why would he have... He killed the cat then, right? I believe so, yes. I believe so I he think, killed everybody. Yeah. I'm in, yeah, I'm that's, in exactly, that's my point then. I think, I think he did kill... Uh, Hans Gruber, yeah. which I guess is like the, the villain in Die Hard or something. Is it really? yeah. yeah, it is actually. Now that you say Wait, that. Wait, is that character's name really Hans Gruber? His name's Hans Gruber. Maybe it's uh, just a really common name. Oh, Dr. here's Gruber, a Mr. Um, okay, just a question to you guys: If you if you're, you're going to be a doctor, which field are you avoiding? Which field? If I'm going to be a yeah. doctor, which field am I av- avoiding? Shit. That's I, don't, a, I don't want to do anything with autopsies, really. You know, if it's a lot of pressure, but anesthesiologists get paid so much. But that's if you, a lot of pressure. If, well, if you mess well, up, they either, surgeons. they either die or they're like awake while you're doing it. I would just be a general, general practice. General practice, yeah. And just refer until I get fired. Oh, like, you don't know anything. Just refer dude. everybody. Refer, 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 refer. I think I'd be like a spin doctor. <laughs> really just... Uh, Mark Nelson and the ones and the twos, ladies and gentlemen. He'll be here all night. <laughs> uh, no, uh, just refer till I get fired. They have better hours, too. Nine to five-ish. Mm. Um, head surgeon, Gail. Mm-hmm. Quite the chin. Huge Quite chin. Quite the chin on that man. Mag- Crimson chin, you Magnificent. Long head in general. I suppose if you're going to be casting somebody like myself, weak chin... There'd be no separation between table and where you're putting the head. You need that chin to really be strong. You na- you come in, you nail the audition. Just like, ah, my God, he would love to, to see you. a little more chin. He blends right into that table. It'd be more like that, you know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Like, there's no definition, my we God. We need you to be bodiless, but we still need you to have a jawline. <laughs> you can't be jawless. It's like, oh, okay. Good note. Thank you. A little harsh. A little harsh. I appreciate uh, it. But uh, Question, almost animosity. For some reason, is it more ridiculous to you that they have lasers in this lab than they have some goo that's bringing people back to life? For some reason, I'm more mad just about those like lasers in there. I don't think they would have had those. Um, well, that's a big discovery, right? So those don't exist. No, probably not. That was Dr. Chin's big Shocker thing, to right? Me. Um, the reanimator yeah, stuff Dr. is... Chin from I'm going to call him Dr. Chin because I... Dr. Hill names. from now on will be Dr. Chin by it for us for, from the rest of this. Do you want me to use Dr. Hill? You can say Chin. We okay. can. I mean, you can just say Chin. The people we'll know now. Dr. Jawline, Dr. Chin. Sure, sure, sure. Um, he created that, right? Mm-hmm. The lobotomy stuff. But no, the reanimator shit's more. They don't call this lobotomy movie. <laughs> lobotomy lasers. L- lobotomy lasers. It would if that was how they solved it in the end. We just got a lobotomized laser in the ball. <laughs> they just die so easy. We alluded this, alluded to this uh, kind of earlier in the podcast. I think it's lightning ju- bug juice. You think it's Mountain Dew. Cameron, what do you think it is? I think it's straight up plutonium. I just got done watching Cameron, Back to the Future. I think it's just grade A plutonium. <laughs> Could be plutonium. It does have a very plutonium feel from The Simpsons. You always feel like radioactive things are bringing Liquid zombie Schwartz. things back. Could be Surge. <laughs> Could be surge. Could be surge. Could be surge. Okay, I like where you're at. You're at. You're, you're, you're more surge. Mountain Dew, get y'all jacked. <laughs> uh, mellow yellow. Uh, no, they come by the nature of yellow. It. I, I no free ads. Audience. No free ads. Sorry, Pepsi Coke. Uh, no free ads. No free I, ads. I like mellow yellow. Anytime I get up, I'm like, oh shit, I'm gonna have a mellow yellow. 
In fact, one time I went to Chong Gardens. Shout out Chong Gardens, Manchester's best Chinese. No free ads. Time. They know it's not the first time they've been gotten a shout out on this podcast. No, I went there one time in college with uh, people from college. Uh, we were all in college. Mm-hmm. And- <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I went to college. Jesus, Jesus. Wow, brag much? We get it, college boy. What's your point? One time I went there in college, and we were at drinking age. Went Such to a Chong Gardens. Thing to say, I was on break from college. Oh, Jesus! All right, Har- Harvard. What happened next? <laughs> So somebody ordered a beer. I'm like, ooh, kind of want Mellow Yellow, but I got peer pressured into beer. Drink a beer. Drink a Budweiser. I don't know if I've ever had Chung Garden over the age of 21, and it wouldn't be a beer. It would be a Mellow Yellow that I order. There you go. See what I'm saying? I I got a beer, and I was unhappy the whole time. Yeah, unsatisfied. I can't get beer anywhere. I can't get Mellow Yellow everywhere. (laughs) I have a question. I have an animosity. Mostly an animosity. You see that Wes is a hothead, weird dick when he gets introduced. Yep. Why would you ever let him live with you at all? You, he's obviously. Oh, this has weird. an answer. Use all that cash money. He there should have been okay. There should have been a motive for Dan, the the, the protagonist, that he like needed money. Yeah, more they or did, something. Yeah, you know they what didn't I mean? Really make it a bit. Especially I don't if, even it, think especially if your roommate. hot girlfriend is going to be you like, didn't hey, need a roommate. Well, especially if your hot girlfriend's giving you clear vibes of like, don't do this. I'm going to be pissed if you do this. Hey, don't like, do this. Why do you have such a big house? He could have got an apartment with Megan and just. They could have wrote it out like that. Oh, the dean never would have stood the for that. The dean wouldn't have stood for that. Although uh, he he's did got a know, the, he's got a co-sign. Let's probably. talk about the dean because he did Megan's know that they were dad. like dating sometimes, and like, but then sometimes he's weirdly puritan. The and... dean, the Megan's dad, knows that Dan's putting it to her, and he's fine with that. Yeah, because he's a good-looking guy, mm-hmm. and he's kind of got a mullet. Well, it's not until his pervy friends like, "Hey, you should stop that," because I want to give it to your daughter. But he seems so. We're talking Doctor Chin, Mister Hill. Mm-hmm. Uh, Doctor Chin is way creepy about Megan. From the get, from the moment we see him. Oh, and you have to believe he's been that creepy at least since 12 to 13 of her. Oh, yeah. As long as he's been working at the True, hospital. Yep. I that's mean, let's a, imagine she's probably thing. 22 to 25. I bet tops. If he's a medical student, I bet he's dating a little older and a little younger than Megan. This is Dan now. Uh, so he's creepy, Dr. Dr. Chin. Directly From in the f- jump. But directly in front of Megan's father, yeah. the dean. And he seems to be fine with it. Doesn't seem to be against it. He's a great doctor. Um, okay, just kind of good. But just, that's it. He's got a great chin. He's got a, he's got a nice. He's chin. a plagiarist. He's not even a good doctor. Okay, just kind of touching back on this, but like animosity. Like if West was a genius, like it'd be so much better if he was just not a dick to everybody. He could probably just like get his inventions yeah, out it, there. It, it would have helped his character. I do like his character a lot, but it maybe it would have helped his character to be a little yeah. more sleuthy. And I give, just I give like for storytelling that we're making him a mad scientist, but like in real life, if you're just like a genius, if you just get a little bit of people skills, I guess this goes out to a lot of doctors right now. I think the actor plays it pretty heavy-handedly, although it kind of grows on you. It's a slow build. At first, it's too much, but by the end of the movie, the guy playing West, just, I'm like, oh, that's just how he's acting. It's fine. But to Cameron's point, Mad scientists or people that are really smart, they don't have bedside manner. They they don't know how to not act that way. So that probably is pretty realistic. Okay, can I just bring out why last maybe animosity with Wes, but like did you guys just notice that he just purses his mouth the whole time and it's kind of like yeah, it's like a weird like I'm kind of thinking, but who serious I, eyebrow very furled eyebrows. Like I don't think there's a second where he drops that face from the movie. He's always kind of in that consternation thinking, just mm-hmm. I would if I, if I was to put a noise to his face, it's Damn. And it bothers me. That's all. Um, yeah, he does make that face, you know. The movie did a good job of setting up um, like character development early in the movie. Just like they did good character development, I guess is the long and short of it. We did have the change in the dean, the dad of Megan or Megan. Which was almost, that one was actually kind of abrupt. It seems like all of a sudden, the, like Dr. Chin got to him. Whereas like 
I don't know. What was the flip there kind of really? I but. do want to say this, though. I thought this as I was watching. The guy that plays... I think that they wanted to bring people back to life was the flip there. <laughs> it was like, hard to believe that. Ah, expelled, cutting your scholarship, blah, 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 like ruining your life kind of thing. Seems like a real hard turn. But also, isn't it kind of weird? This is kind of like his comment later, but when he's like talking to his daughter, he's like, you don't get it. I've seen this before. We've had a bunch of Frankenstein doctors here at my hospital. Yeah, I think Dr. Chin is one of them. <laughs> Oh, I was going to say, though, um, the guy, the actor that played or the way they went about uh, the dean of the hospital, when he got mad at Dan's character, I thought he played that pretty realistically, actually. Yeah. I, not 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 the motivation behind why he flipped. But just the acting, actually? Yeah, but I thought he acted it really well. And in horror movies you know, like this, you don't really see that. But if you do get that, you get it with the older actors, typically. That's true. Um, and then he became that zombie reanimation. I'm like, oh, there it is. Yeah, that's, that's, what, that's what we're looking the for. The Dean, I saw him on IMDb in something in 2020. Oh, no oh, shit. Really? Yeah, so. Still He's got to look old. Imagine I mean, that. granted, that years. is 30 years ago. What? 25. 25? 35. 35. Yeah. 25. <laughs> no, if it's 85, I'm. If you can 35. do the math, write in a cult classics podcast. At I'm 33 and I was born in 86, so it's 34 to 35 years. Don't yell at me about <laughs> math. <laughs> I can only do it because it was one year off of when I was born. <laughs> That's the only reason. Yeah, I was like, it's the only reason I could do okay, it so quickly. Back to the West Cat thing. He's just got to go after that, right? Like, I mean, I get that the move, the like, the plot moves pretty quick after that, but like. He's got to go. Also, oh, I like. Yeah, right then, like, that's. Hey, sorry, bud. Like, that's three strikes. I like out. how. Also, it's, the cat. also, it is hilarious, though, when Dan walks downstairs and he's like, just get out of here, you fool. Like, get out. Save yourself. It's a cat. I have a question based off this. The Dan character, what he. Mm-hmm. Dan, he, Dr. Dan. Dr. Dan and tr- Dr. and Training Dan. He switched so quickly to be on board with Wes. Yeah, when you when you cross that line, Jordan, you don't go, the, you don't he, go back. I think he crossed, though, before we knew that murders were going to happen. This is before they killed uh, Megan's dad, uh, the, the dean of admissions. Yeah, that, was a, he, he uh, actually, that part was hard to believe. Animosity. He, he was made in a from cross the right away, and I thought that was a little... Was it just he was enticed and intoxicated by the science behind it? The, the power of the science. He didn't know that. Th- that's th- probably because I think there was a part where uh, Hale explained, like, I mean, th- this could be our big, our big moment. Like, so he got intoxicated by the yeah. discovery. Also, a quick say. comment: it is hilarious that Megan. That's an walks, animosity for me. That Megan walks in on just like the most horrific moment of the cat being like, like, it, like, <laughs> like you're walking it is hilarious. The guy gets a huge laugh out it's of you. It's him. Oh. I think she said it's him. Or it's something. him. Oh my god, you found him. <laughs> Let's quickly talk about the Megan character. She's obviously just there to be there. She yeah. adds nothing to the movie. This is unfortunately just like good old 80s horror movie where they're just, mm-hmm. they. I mean, you just, you have a couple of staples and one of them you is You write a first nudity. draft and you're like, Jesus, what is this missing? And you're like, boobs. Second draft, let's create a character named Megan. <laughs> you know, like she doesn't really let's add put a anything face there. to the boobs. Well, it's like they got done with this and like, oh, we got a lot of boobs, but these are all corpse boobs. We need some fresh boobs. We need boobs. Uh, fresh live boobs. And that's how the Megan character is born. I think her character, as far as uh, no thought of their own or, or, or motivation in the movie, mm-hmm. hers is just to be uh, Dan. Yeah, just that's it. That's it, pretty. That's pretty. They, pretty they, on the they, nose. They set up just a damsel in distress character. She actually gives a she gives a broke back mountain. I can't quit you after her dad is reanimated. Let's talk about that. Actually, okay. So they bring one corpse corpse back. It goes. Ape shit and goes like automatically. Which one are we talking about? We're Just talking the, about Arnold. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Yeah. That goes nuts. And then Wes is immediately like, quick, we can bring him back. Like, 
No, like we clearly we had turned, seen the results. You saw the cat, With the cat, yeah, the cat, then the human. It seems like things go crazy. Even before Wes murders anybody, he's mm. driven. He's already mad. Oh yeah, he's he's he's, he's, he's gone. He's, 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 he's the nutty. Like the 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 tether's cut. Really, he's out in there. Really, it's a dance. Actually, why didn't uh, why didn't Hill from the jump with Gruber that whole thing? If we're assuming that he, you know, I reanimate. Uh, okay, why didn't you just like, try to tweak the serum a little bit? Try to tweak the Gatorade. If oh, you this goes really... back to an earlier question because he had to get the fuck out of Switzerland. Well, he's, I guess <laughs> what I'm saying is he's implementing the same dosage each time, yeah. assuming that it's going to well, change. You say that, but at the same time, he seems like he has no idea and isn't making records. He's like, boom, so, another full syringe, another full syringe. He loses most, his memory after each time. They do give us some cc's like 14 cc's 13 cc's so they're giving us a measurement on the uh, on the the syringe but it doesn't look like like Wes he's is not doing, tweaking the system it's what, just more cc's yeah wes is just mad with power and I, whatever he's mad with he doesn't look like he's doing any research at all uh question or to you any guys. science what's your favorite special effect what's your what's your favorite death what's your favorite like cre- zombie i gotta moment? be honest it's, oh, Miss, it's mcgruber at the beginning you just the eye thing going on that one really got me i hmm. i thought that it was gonna you see more i'm not knocking your choice you, you just see more of that kind of throughout though with uh, all the extra reanimation but those eyeballs popping really got me yeah. filling with blood i really liked it it was cool that is a that starts off with Can't a banger it really does hmm I kind of like just when the head gets crushed at the end a little bit. Just like, I don't know, maybe it's just because the ridiculousness of it and then gets like just tossed at a wall and splats. That one's wild. I think people are uh, some of the like ones that people do like though are like um, Halsey getting torn apart too. I guess people really like that. Effect. I like the cat scene. Oh, I thought that was actually kind of a layup. Ooh, question animosity. I don't think that head could talk because it would still need lungs and like full throat with like larynx and like I don't know vocal. Co- I don't. It's th- like an inchworm. No, it, it could still talk like, for a like, little bit. So you're saying like also maybe just with my tongue I could just be like I love God. like I could just kind of like force something out there. How no, t- you can still do like. Eh, eh, <laughs> eh. Okay. Okay. How much by the end? of the movie could dr chin talk pretty much sentences so he he did work his way into it, he struggled because once again he didn't have lungs or a diaphragm and i think it's pretty hard to draw air without a muscle to do it Qu- question animosity comment i don't know where to put it but hill is pretty quick to be like i think we have to do exploratory surgery to the brain of my colleague to figure out what's going on oh and yeah that was odd like we must i'm gonna inc- i'm gonna incision here yeah, like, like skip all therapy <laughs> skip all yeah, psychology my dad. don't talk about we're that. gonna go straight to brain surgery i mean i think dr hill was evil and uh, just always evil once he knew game on it's like <laughs> soup's on bitch it's <laughs> like we're doing it oh shit someone's a little crazier than i to, that like, guy got reanimated and we're gonna give him a goddamn lobotomy <laughs> so it's good that spoiler alert and if you've gotten this far in the movie, I don't know why I said it into the podcast, but it, it, it's good everybody died because the paperwork on the legalities of this problem, like what's going on, you know? Ooh, I didn't okay, even say since, words. Since there. you did spoil, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> sorry about that, guys. Sorry about that, listeners. Do, do, I did do, spoil we like it. The, do we like the ending? Question Do we like the ending? Um, you mean the cliffhanger? Yeah. Like we're bringing her back? Yeah, I like it. I do too. I mean, especially like I haven't seen the sequels and stuff, but I'm sure it just it- like that's such a good. Uh, I think it's a great ending. Just like he's good, and oh, when it goes to like uh, like a blackout, but all you see is the goo, like just kind of oh, like going like in. I do like that's that. That's a great and just like clip. the scream. I did like that, I did like that a lot. Yeah. Uh, I do question this though. By that 
point in the movie, the end, is Dan... What do you think his motivation is for bringing her back to life? He he's obviously her. seen it's all gone wrong. He's lost his mind, too. But at that point, he's not He's not using Dr. Dan brain. He's using you know Frankenstein brain. Well, I okay. think the reason he really wanted to bring back the Dean was, you know, I mean, to like... She's going to be so mad She's going to be so pissed. Holy shit. <laughs> Turns out she wasn't. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> no, but I think, I think the, okay. at the surface, those were the reasons. She didn't want to, like, you know, she wanted to make her happy in the end, and he actually did love her or whatever. Um, okay, I have a question. Okay, uh, the serum he said has to be like directly injected in the brain. Mm. So how does it work when he just takes a bunch and injects it into a body without a head? Turns then out, that seems to be walking without a brain to command turns it. Turns out Wes doesn't know everything. Yeah, he's he's still learning. This is like it's a lot a of like uh, like a pro- process of elimination. Type well, stuff. I guess that also brings it like how then how then is like Doctor Hill, Doctor Chin, like. It's telekinetically commanding the other zombie like reanimate. I do believe you should be looking into that a little the, more. Like sort I, of like is uh, that the plot line that got cut though? That yeah, yeah, yeah. he so he was I telekinetic. I, yeah, that's why. Oh, yeah, it was his character that. that was telekinetic, and that's also why uh, Wes gave him his notes. So effortlessly, you can see um, in the movie. I'm glad they actually took that out because, like, just keep that's it. That's a bit too much. Yeah, there's, too ar- much. there's already so much going on. But the only thing is the way they cut it, it's confusing. Yeah, that is it confusing. Because it kind of still exists. Right. Yeah. Right, right, right. So I, I just, I, I did he read that He should have just, like, made them, like, instead of controlling them, they're, they're just mad and attacking everybody and going insane. Instead of seeing so directed, maybe it could have worked. But so the way I guess the mo- they already shot it. So, I mean. Um, the way, though, it plays without knowing that storyline is that somehow Dr. Hill gets superpowers once he starts drinking It just blood. doesn't make it seem like the serum... Like, maybe even if they would have thrown in a line of Wes being like, oh my god, the serum seemed to have, like... Con- like connected them all somehow. Like just give us one line. One, when he it's started already ridiculous, give me one line. When Doctor Chin started getting injured and they started feeling the pain, I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna chalk this up to okay. Yeah, again, just another thing that we could have had a throwaway West line. Like, huh? It's all t- they're all connected. Okay, so that security guard. Does he get fired after this, or do you think he gets to keep his job? That guy's tenured. He's he's been there for <laughs> okay, a good. while. Good. I want him to keep his job because like it's not exactly his fault that this happened. This I ain't mean, even the worst thing that's on his resume. Do you think those zombies even like get up to the main level? They're acting like something like the main. The, the main level is acting like something's going on. The main level is. They do show off the like the. Uh, I think there's a gas that comes out, so that could be seeping through the vents, and they're. I think they break the electricity, so lights are flashing. Yeah, it looks like a war zone. General up top panic for sure. for sure. General panic. I can't tell if upstairs going crazy or. If it's, it's just a hospital ER if kind it's of situation. If it's an ER and Dan brings up his girlfriend everyone seems slash... To be, everyone seems we'll to be yelling. And, yeah, who knows? Everyone seems to be like yelling and stuff, though, so it seems like something's oh, I affecting did th- it. I did think about this. So at the beginning when Dan's administering CPR to the um, overweight dildo fanatic actress... <laughs> right. Uh, not my words, Mark's. They're Mark's <laughs> words. Yeah. <laughs> So his um, the head doctor, the person that's in charge of him, the woman doctor, I don't know her name. Right. She's like, Dan, you got to know when to quit. I'm like, they quit so oh early at this point. Oh, work. that's like the first thing I said when I was watching. It was like, wow, maybe give it like a couple minutes. They only gave her like What's the... Uh, I learned in PE, it's like, don't <laughs> give the fuck up. Yeah. Like, yeah. They only gave her the defibrillator once, maybe like try twice at least. So my real question based off of that. So th- I believe this is obviously a teaching hospital. Sure. Are all those those dead bodies in the morgues just accidents? laziness or like teaching bodies? Which is it? Accidents. Just accidents. They're all Everything's accidents. like they're dead. Just give it up. Wouldn't that suck if you like broke your arm or something, or just like like a severe like leg break, and they're like, "We're taking you to like yada 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 school." Oh like, no, 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 no! No! Please no! Once you go in, so I think they got a bigger problem there. <laughs> True, they got mean, a big problem. I actually tried to look up. Uh, it starts with chin. 
What's to start with? Well, actually, it starts with the security guard, then Chin, maybe. Okay. Security guard's got no problem there. He's just clocking in and <laughs> clocking out. Did, did anybody unauthorized go in there? One. Yeah, two at the end, because they were not supposed to be in there anymore. That we saw, yeah. Just yeah, two. but we were past yeah, it by that's that kind, part. That's kind of not his fault, though. Word hadn't gotten to him. Um, I like, though, that his character never saved anybody. Didn't die. Who, the security guard? He just yeah. runs off. I know, but, but he didn't see, die. He's kind of like, oh, fuck, just and like gets out of there. He, Over my pay grade. He played it right. He played it right. Um, right. I tried right. to look up uh, statistics on how many morgues are in a body in Boston. How many bodies are in a morgue? Bodies are in a morgue. Chicken yeah. or the egg, tomato, tomato. So um, all I got was just a bunch of a l- coronavirus bunch. morgue stuff. Mm, I'm like, yeah. oh, that's not really uh, Hey, question. Uh, well, a couple questions, actually. Number one, just why do they bleed so much from their mouths? What, what's that about? Got to bleed somewhere. Okay, <laughs> okay, all right. I don't know what you mean by that, but sure. <laughs> Number I'm two, not a doctor. Okay, what do we think? Are they actually alive? Are they zombies? Like, how alive are they? Like, they do seem to die. If I do, just like I'd say, they have a heartbeat, brain activity. It's just full on. They're like their their hearts back. They're back to life. They're straight up. They're alive. obviously close to like, zombies. They don't have cognitive thought. Yeah, system. well, it seems like okay, they're still brain dead. It seems like that's not Although, repaired. It's just they're brought back. What about Doctor Hill allowed him to have thoughts? And I don't like that he's what, gone from what, like Chin back. From Hill- what about Doctor Chin? Thank you, Th- thank you. What about Doctor Chin made him a thinky thinker? Was I just think, more serum? I think it was just the subplot that was cut out that he was psychic and had mental. So he had the that right other- amount of serum. And he also, what what do you think about him adding blood to the bucket? Is like I figured it oh, out. Oh yeah, I have an animosity about that. You can't just have loose blood in a bucket and still no. There's no heart to pump that through his head. There's no lungs to give him air to talk. Like he's just we're missing a lot of things for that to work. How magic is this? Okay, so another question, I guess, which gets me back to like the zombiness of their nature. Like, so he's just a living head, so that does seem to give them like some sort of like zombieish immortality. Like, he's just a head and a body. Like, he shouldn't be alive. I brought this up earlier. Like, you've seen inchworms, right? You cut off their head, they kind of regrow a body. So there's something they're regrowing. So there's something magical about the serum that is kind of just keeping Um, dead tissue alive. Inchwormy. But unlike a zombie, I don't believe once you're reanimated. Once you're brought back to life, you have a goal for brains. You have no, a goal no, for it's whatever. not. It's not like that. You're just rampant. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. You're just rampant real life without thought. I just mean it more in the fact that they're how how indestructible are their bodies after being brought back? Because like um, you can kill them. I would like them to be a little more like kind of like cute, docile, and dumb. Just like uh. Uh-huh. I love like, just more curious. I'm a dumb, to learn. zombie It's guy. kind of a mixture of uh, of uh, George A. Ramirez. They're, they're slow zombie, but also in the 28 Days Later, they're just full of rage for some reason when they come back. They're, they're full of strength and rage. It's really Night of the Living Dead moves to Dawn of the Dead. They just can't run Dawn of the Dead mall fast yet. Not I don't yet. like them questioning more things. Maybe just just curious, just curious, touching like a hot pan. Ooh, ouch, burn. <laughs> They're touching. They're touching a hot body, Mark, is what they're touching. But it's weird <laughs> that there was, there was like three different ones because... Uh, the professor, the dean of admission or whatever, he was a little more dumb zombie. He'll, oh, 100%. He also got lobotomized, though, by the time we see him again. So <laughs> yeah, like, you're He right. went from really angry to missing the front frontal cortex lobe of his brain. So, Dr. Ch- Dr. Chin goes up to the ER. He's like, oh, you got a sprained ankle? We're going to have to lobotomize that. <laughs> it's like the doctor <laughs> from... No! <laughs> no! It's like the doctor from Dracula Dead in Love. It's like, hmm, let's give him an enema. <laughs> An enema, sir. <laughs> All right. I'm going to rewatch that sometime. It's funny, man. I'll give it a go. Maybe I was a kid and just didn't like it as much. I haven't watched it. I said tibia. <laughs> tibia. <laughs> um, the only thing I want to talk about more is how funny the cat scene was. Yeah, it really is. We, I, we I just, can't go with like a fake. Like, <laughs> like that's just funny. A fake like animal I love attack it. is funny as fuck. Uh, it's always hilarious. Fake paws in a movie wherever there's like fake paws touching buttons or a fake animal fight <laughs> where there's just like a... <laughs> well, because it goes from this. It goes from like this, all this wild action to a cut in of just... 
Like yeah, slow moving little puppet cats. It's, uh, uh, I like, do like how much so it's just good. running in the shadows though. It is it's it's funny. It reminds well, me of something, but what? You, that's the that's the, the listeners out there. If you're a little bit younger, thanks. Uh, that's how you make memories with roommates. You get in it. You mix it up. A funny. A funny. <laughs> you gotta find so the reanimated movie, cat. You can look up quotes. We're not there yet. You can look up quotes on IMDb and like you'll read them. Like ah, oh, I mean that doesn't make sense to me. What? But like in the time, like something. Something just like Kevin. That, that is, the is, is funnier to you than that, like what that, they that's say. That's all line delivery, delivery. Le- less than the that's words. That's 100% of this movie. That's the thing it's, with campy it's movies. It's line delivery it's and just in bad dialogue, but it's hard to remember when the entire movie's that, which like I was, I was trying to write some down, but like even just looking back at my notes, it's like one word and it'll say poison. I'm like, well, that must have been said really funny, but now yeah. I can't think of it. Well, of po- yeah, poison as a quote isn't funny. Or like Mark said, or Cameron, I don't remember which one of you, but Wes is just pursed the whole time. <laughs> Just a moment, yeah. yeah. It's really just 100% line delivery. So our quotes might be a little lackluster when we get there, but uh, I mean... Should we just... I'm actually a little bit done. What else do you guys have for question comments we can move um, out? Just uh, public service announcement warning. Don't listen if you don't want to. It might get gross. It for, did surprise me. He tried to go down on her. I'm like, oh, that came yeah, out of okay, Actually, my last two... Is, for some reason, like you expect something a little gross a and perverse like that like in an uh, 80s like campy horror movie, but like... After after like two plus minutes, I was like, ah, I said well, the camera. Here's like, the, ah, yeah, okay, here's the thing. Animosity. Uh, I did not expect his the head length. to be uh, sucking on her nipples for so long. I was like, I oh, agree. wow. I didn't think we could get away with this and whatever this a is rated. A lot more nipple licking than I thought was going to happen it, at the beginning. Of the well, it was after. It, well, one, it just starts the scene with him just groping her weirdly. And you're like, oh, wow. They're just, hmm. they're just letting this scene go for a second. Yeah, it caught me off guard. I wasn't for it. Yeah, so you start with that animosity. So after the nipple lip uh, lick, lick, I will say, after that, I was ready for him to eat her out, Mark, because I'm like, they're just going to keep pushing this, aren't they? They're just going to keep going. It took me on a roller coaster ride because I went from, oh, cool, horror movie boobs to, oh, no, you're making me feel bad. Yeah. Uh-huh. Now I've got to th- question everything. Are boobs bad movies? Maybe. But no. Okay, I'm going to make me feel bad about boobs in movies now. Yeah, goddammit. Now i got to look within. I'm starting. I've got boobs too, though. We've all got boobs. You've got boobs. He's got boobs. Yeah, that's all I have. I mean, overall, we like the movie. There's a lot of campiness we're kind of missing, probably, because it's our first time watching. It's a thumbs up from the cult. But if there's things that you think we missed out on or that are like part of the actual cult that you think we should know, um, shoot us uh, some of your questions, comments, animosities. Yeah, you can either hit us up on the movie posters on social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, or you can hit us up at cultclassicspodcast at gmail.com. Let's move on. Favorite quotes. Quote corner. This one's going to be short because again, it's line delivery. We're new to this movie, so it was hard to kind of capture it in like in in, in the moment. What's the cat's name? Rufus. Rufus. Here's my least. It, it always quote. is the first watch. Sorry, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. You. No, it always fine. is hard to like grab quotes the, from the first watch yeah, yeah because i haven't watched it i don't know the in jokes and that stuff but here's yeah. my least favorite line rufus yeah it's like it's like the cat i've called cats at the same time it's pretty funny i am uh oh shit there's spencer he's coming in the room no it totally worked did this work no i agree that it's actually kind of trickle down question if one of your cats gets reanimated you putting it out yeah i mean pet cemetery we all learn actually if you bring anything sometimes dead cameron is better sometimes you got to kill it uh just to set the scene this is when megan is uh freaking out that the cat is missing and she calls it but she calls it weird 
It's just a, yeah. it's a line delivery. I'll give another Megan uh, quote oh, the whole time. Oh, Dan. It's true. Uh, this is like just building off that scene. It's probably scene. never in there, but it's, it's definitely... That's it's that just tone. An, oh, oh, Dan. Oh, that's an Dan. Oh, Dan character. Oh, Dan. My dad will be fine. Uh, it's pretty much a jinkies. Uh, yeah. So this is kind of building off that exact same scene, but it's when they find the dead cat. But it's Wes when he's just in the doorframe. What are you doing in my room? It's just a funny line delivery because they're all staring at their dad. Dan is like, yeah, what the fuck? Like, get out of his room. Yeah, get out of his room. (laughs) He's paying for his room. He's honestly paying for his room. Isn't it weird that we we all sided with with Wes there? Hey, get out of Wes's room. Yeah, easy, easy. God damn it, Megan. What's your problem? Don't look at my my tools. Don't look at my vials. What was I supposed to do? Leave a note, dead cat? Oh, that, yeah, that was a good one. That was good. I forgot about that. Which he, he killed that cat, right? He definitely killed it. How do you think he killed it? Uh, I think about suffocating it just with the pillow instead it's of it. suffocated. I know. I suffocated. <laughs> Jordan, can you please say, you killed him. You killed him. No, I did not. I gave him life. I gave him life. <laughs> you, was it a little more serious than that? You killed him. He killed him. There was a little, a little discreet, funny West line in there. It's not a funny line reading, but he's like, Good old plastics making everything possible. <laughs> no more glass vials. It must have been a pro plastic thing in the eighties. Yeah. So uh. this is like a funny West delivery, and I don't exactly remember. It's when he's trying to kill the zombie by just putting a bunch of the uh, serum into it, but he yells overdose, and then he just stabs two syringes into the <laughs> Again, back. delivery. Like I, I, I know exactly what he's talking about because we just laughed so hard at that <laughs> overdose. <laughs> It's all Wes. It's all Wes and Dr. Chin. It's 100% Wes. Megan and Dan bring nothing to the movie. Uh, the only thing that made me uncomfortable by Dan is it's Dr. Dan when he's being the ghost. And that did make me uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. It was a real dick move. From mm. That guy gets his fucked. He gets fucked up in a, in a Michael Myers movie. In a, oh, sure does. Gets killed right away. And so does she by Dr. Dan ghost. From what I've seen... Uh, just on the internet about this movie is the biggest quote is like, who's going to believe a talking head? Get a job in a sideshow. There's some unverified about this. Did we talk about that earlier? No, no. we kind of passed it, but I would say that is the biggest it, quote. It's it's doc, it's it's West when he's talking to Doctor Hill at the end when he's like giving it's his punchline before he kills him. Oh, uh, when Jet when when Jeffrey Combs, uh, I guess he did like a commentary about the movie and that line. He was like, ah, oh, like I'm kind of bummed about that line because the punchline was supposed to be. Like what are you supposed to get, go to a mm-hmm. sideshow and like no, like the laugh was on the first time and nobody heard the second line. He's like, ah, he's just kind of bitter about the whole thing. I don't know. It this would be much funnier a, if you guys would just shut up. Reminds me of this podcast, funny enough. <laughs> so well, again, we are first time viewers of this, though. I'm sure we're missing out a lot of like just cult quotes and stuff. So make sure for this one in particular, we're kind of interested. Hit us up with your cult uh, quotes on this one. Hit us up on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, email. You guys know there's good stuff. We're gonna move on to recasting and a toast to Megan. Your sweet, sweet, supple daughter. <laughs> Jesus. It's yeah. fucking. Yeah, it's uh. like a- Who do you want to start with? Because Let's start- can. Did anyone have a security Lose- guard? I, I had a security guard. Mace. I, I His name is Mace, I guess. Okay. Uh, you were saying that earlier, I and I was trying to put up. two and two together, and I thought it was a security guard. I looked it up. It said guard. Mace, and in my notes, I wrote security guard. I didn't see his <laughs> I should have just wrote security guard. I didn't see his picture in IMDb, so Mace. I got confused. Okay, I'll go Mace first. Mace. Mace. I want Dave Chappelle. Whatever okay. age you want. I love that. 
That could be oh, fun. That's and it's as funny as he wants to play it, as I, low key as he wants to play it, whatever. I would like to. I'd like cigarette a cigarette in hand though. I want to see it younger, Dave Chappelle, but I want to see him in old old person makeup, so he's playing an old security guard. <laughs> oh my god, that's even better. It was the only one during the movie. I'm like, that's Dave Chappelle for me, and I'm not even thinking about. I it. Had, I had more of a comedian too. I had Tim Meadows. Okay, that'd be funny too, actually. Uh, Timmy Meadows. Actually, I might like Tim Meadows more in that somehow. Tim Meadows is one of the only real celebrities I've run into in person. It was at our fake bachelor party. We can get your... at, uh, into that story at a later time. We can. Uh, I didn't have anyone. I just I just thought that should be a good starting point. I, I don't so have anyone. So we have Dave, Dave Chappelle, Chappelle, old Dave Ch- or Dave Chappelle in makeup. I kind of just took Jordan's and ran with it. Yeah, no, I like your, I like that. That was a good one. Timmy um, Meadows. Does anybody have? Oh, well, obviously, somebody probably has a, a Doctor Hill, Doctor Chin. I do. I did Edward Herman. You know him from Lost Boys. He's the he's the lead vampire. Oh, I got you. It was just a picture, real quick. He's the head vampire, like like just because they have the same kind of long face. He's played a villain before in a horror movie, and he's good because he is not. He's kind of a B guy. Definitely not a household name. I I like that. Obviously, I'm not going to go any not no names here. Mm -hmm. So I mean, I think our names are probably going to be more notable than the people in the movie for sure. Yeah, because they have names. Yeah, (laughs) because because we thought of them. You've heard of Dave Chappelle? Um, I'll I'll go while while we're looking up. I went two. Okay. One is based off of a similar makeup and a role, sort of. Okay. I went Bill Nighy. Okay. Yeah. Did that, obviously, because of some Shaun of the Dead. That's, who, actually, I was, that's who I was trying to think of, because, yeah, that, that's and a good And then one. I that also went um, The Burbs Age Bruce Dern. Okay. Yeah, I, I like that a lot, Let too. Let him ride however he wants to ride it. I went uh, ex-senator of Massachusetts, John Kerry. Oh yeah, I it's pretty John much Kerry. a spitting image. Yep, that pretty much is. Pretty uh, much a spitting image. Image. As you turn John Kerry's picture to me, he looks like a a, a Muppet come to life. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> That's well, a Muppet that face. That is I, a Muppet face. The, I was like, what is that face? The, it's well, a, I it, never it, realized it, it's it Sam, out. the patriotic one. But um, also, that picture all weirdly looks like Photoshopped. And he looks airbrushed somehow. It looks weird. His head looks too... Well, his head is big, but doesn't that look touched? Everything looks wrinkly except his chin. All right, did anybody have Dean Halsey, the uh, the dad of Megan? I do. I'll, I'll give you a picture for it. I'll say his name. Okay. I'll give you a picture, too. Where did I get it? I'll um, give you a... His vi- name is Jeffrey... De- Demune Demun. Okay. You'll know him. Sounds like a great name. You'll know him for most recently the Green Mile. Yeah, okay. That guy? Oh. I like that guy. He's in a bunch of... I, I just watched of, that movie. Yeah, I mean, he's a character actor. Look him up if you don't know him. He's in the Green the Mile. He's, he's in... A, it's a great movie. He's a character He's actor. in other Stephen King movies because he has a thick Boston accent. And he yeah. kind of goes for some he's of those in repeat. New England. Uh... I did John Vernon. You know him from Killer Clowns from Outer Space. He's the main sheriff that goes, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. He's the, he's the main sheriff. He's the guy that gets the puppet hand up his butt. Yeah, that's actually really good. He can I, be a dick. He can, like, oh. he, he can be that like Dean character. Well, also, I'd like to see him um, when he's lobotomized. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fun. I went Norman Lloyd. He's also the dean in uh, Dead Poets Society. Just oh, kinda, okay. oh, the bad guy, the mean guy. Yeah, I could see that, definitely. Nice. I actually just a was dean. surprised. You know, like, it's a, it's a dean guy. Yeah. I thought about doing the guy from, and I'm sorry, this is for editing, but um, Dr. Kelso. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, too young a little bit, though. Uh, who'd you have for Barbara? Who's Barbara? Is she not the main lady? Oh, no. That, oh, Megan. That's, that's uh, her Megan. actress. Bar- sorry. Yeah, sorry. I wrote no, down, the, I wrote down the wrong thing. It's the same thing, essentially. Who'd uh, you have for Megan? Megan. Megan. Amanda Seafred. Okay. Yeah, I, I could see that. She's in Mean Girls. She's in she's kind of a girl next Doris. Doris. Oh. 
I this is always fun because like I always try to recast like for the times a little bit, but it's always fun to hear one that's more modern. Yeah, that like also fits in the situation. I did Rita Beebe, baby. She's literally the girl from girl, the girl next door. I have not seen her in a while, but yeah. Uh, let me get you yeah, a, me picture a picture real quick. I actually like that, that movie. One. That was on when I was uh, around senior in high school, just on TV a lot. I had the Bev D'Ange. You're going to have to. Beverly D'Angelo. Oh, from the mom? Yeah. Well, from, yeah, just like uh, make it, uh, She's from Vacation, though, right? Yeah. I, okay. I, I actually think, yeah, I got gotcha. you. I think Beverly D'Angelo would be a good one, too. Yeah, I like that. Obviously, young Beverly D'Angelo. Dan Kane. Who had uh, who had the protagonist? Danny. Danny Boy. I, I did Elias Correa. He's Casey Jones from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Pick. Pick. Okay. Pick. <laughs> sure. Lo- this guy's like this, this is like the six-foot version of that guy. This guy looks like somebody. Yeah, I it's uh, it roughly out. Elias Correa. He's he, Casey Jones. Well, he also kind of looks like young Bill Pullman from Casper. It's, so I'm going Bill Pullman. Nose is a little different, but I kind of get that. It's a bit of a chin. I'm, uh, I'm going to show you a picture against so that. It also looks show like... Me, show me your guy. I went Noah Wiley from ER. I just went the doctor out. I thought about that, actually. Oh, I thought it's different. I thought the one that was in... Um, Noah uh, Wiley. Yeah, I was thinking the other one that we did for, not Hot Shots, for Top How Gun. about that? That's an even closer picture. How about that? A little No Wiley? We're also not no going Wiley. spit an image. We're going recasting. I know, I know, I know. But sometimes it's a little bit of column B. Column, you know, no, maybe I know, B. but look, he's in Scrubs. Um, Did anybody have a Herbert West? This one's going to be fun. Who had West? We're not doing him. I'm just going to have to call it right now that we can't do him for Holy Trinity because I did Nicolas Cage. It's a young Nick Cage. I have three. Oh, possible Trinity. Young Nick Cage. He's off the Trinity now because I'm saying he's, he's perfect in this. He's not off the Trinity. Are you kidding me? Matt's, well, not for permanent. I'm just saying for this week, I'm calling him that like he's perfect for this. Here are my three. I'll save the one. You get one. Okay. My this one, isn't a Trinity, guys. Bill Skarsgård. Yeah. It, that Pennywise. Kind of, that kind of works. Okay. Yeah, that works pretty well. And Hard. I believe he is actually... Creepy? Nor, well, Norwegian <laughs> or something. I'm actually going to keep it in the, uh, the Wagner family... Rick Moranis. He already he's already working with him in. Um, I thought about it. He has the nerdy science thing yeah, about it. Shrunk. That, yeah, Rick Moranis. Suddenly Seymour. Yeah. Uh, I also throw away said he could be Riff Raff uh, from Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh, I thought you just meant like like. Oh, Riff Raff, like <laughs> like a fucking Riff Raff. Should we get off this and move on to the Holy Trinity? Holy Trinity. Okay, the Holy Trinity. For first-time listeners, the Holy Trinity is where we put three character actors into the movie. It's a rotating list, but this week we're going back to the original list. We're doing Brendan Fraser, Keanu Reeves, and Jeffy Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. Who do you want to start off with? Let's start off with Brendan Fraser. Okay. Brendan Fraser is the Arnold Schwarzenegger zombie that comes back that's naked and oh, gets damn. the uh, bone saw through the, the, the chest, maybe? That was mine. He's just a big, meaty guy. It's the only guy I could think of that has some brawn to him, you know? That's the one I'm going with. I went kind of aloof, just uh, security guard. I thought about that. That could work, too, if he was just kind of like a, uh, like a little comic relief. All right, let's go. Do you want to see him jerking off that much? I do. Okay. I, I do. think so. I don't know if I want to imagine the phrase jerking off that much. I want to imagine. Um, we don't know that he was jerking off. That's. Well, we do because the director said that's what they were implying. We, uh, we, and 
it seemed like it was implied. And it was very heavily implied. Man, I didn't see it. I thought, you know, he's just a guy like breaks. Uh, okay, where do we want... Does this mean my cube mate is always jerking off? He's like, I'll be right back. Give me five. Yeah, anytime anyone at work wants a break. <laughs> um, I'm new to the office. Is this is this something you can do? Is this what office life's all Jordan, about? something's always what you can do at the office as long as no one sees it, you know? That's our phrase. Mm-hmm. Let's move on to Jeff Goldblum. I think you know. Are you going to put him as the lead? No, I'm putting him as Dr. Hill. Mr. Doc Chin. Chinny Chin Chin. Not by the hair of my Chinny Chin Chin. Yeah, exactly, that makes sense. Jordan. Ooh, that makes the whole like just tonguing a boob thing probably way more long. T- uh, yeah, I feel uncomfortable. I can just imagine his head doing things. I also think it's funny because if it was... He would be... Did you put him as Kane? D- Dan? Just Danny Boy? I, I kind of. I thought of him maybe as the lead. He would be charming. He would be there. I mean, I, think I could be see both spots. Also, because of the fly, I also kind of thought of him as West. So he could be Mad Scientist. I think he'd be he's, more West than Dan. Yeah, he's played Mad Scientist before. That kind of makes more sense yeah. to me. Uh, such a typical West, isn't he? Yeah, I think well, so. Well, I think he's more, more of Samantha he'd, than a Miranda. He'd, he'd, eh? he'd be a West that keeps his mouth unpursed. <laughs> Whichever one's a likable one. I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't No, Samantha. Nobody likes Miranda. God, <laughs> fucking mighty. Uh, and I feel like we all have the same one for Keanu, eh? Yeah. He's probably he's the lead. probably Danny Boy. Yeah, he's, the he's pipes were pipes were piping. And if you're thinking, can he play a doctor? Well, he yeah. did, and something's got to give. Check it fucking out. <laughs> Is that the second or third week in the row that's come up for me? Jesus, I don't know. It felt good to go like back to the, yeah. the original, the, yeah. uh, the OGs, the nice. Ridgies. We did it. We pulled out the originals for an actual cult classic movie. Yeah. So once again, though, if you guys do want to give us some more, just any character actor, we'd like a, some more. Maybe diverse. Uh, yeah, we'd, yeah, we'd like to diversify a little bit. Just any character actors, women, people of color, you can hit us up at coldclassicspodcast at gmail.com. Moving on to Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore, top, top four. four. Top four. Mount Rushmore, top four. All right, thanks and welcome to uh, Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore, top four. In honor of this movie and the reanimation of From Dead to Alive, I've come up with a movie, a dishonorable Mount Rushmore of the four worst movies that bring people back from life. Okay. I feel like most movies do have a lesson, do now bring people back to life, so I feel like you have a good category to pull from. These lessons are all stupid. (laughs) All right. I'm going to start. It's a movie called Just Like Heaven. It stars uh, Mark Ruffalo and... Not sure if I've ever heard of it. It's very bad. Uh, Reese Witherspoon (laughs) dies in it, and she haunts Mark Ruffalo's uh, apartment. But it turns out she's not dead. She's just in a coma, Mm. and she comes back to life. Check it out. It's very bad. Pretty sure I just watched an episode of So Weird. Disney's So Weird. Kind of about the same thing. That seems like the worst person to come back to life. Reese Witherspoon? I fucking know. (laughs) Exactly. She's the worst. Um, Saw in the movie. Won't you die? (laughs) They do fall in love. It's one of those where they fall in love. Cool. Okay. So you fall in love with the ghost. Turns out. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Um, They go to the hospital. He takes her out of there, and uh, they share an apartment and fall in love. Bill and Ted's bogus adventure. They go to hell. Ooh, I'm pretty sure there's a heart F in that scene as well. Yeah, it's, you know, it's a bad sequel. I think everybody's cautiously excited about the third one I'm coming out. I'm a little out. excited for the third, actually. The previous seemed fun. I don't know. I think it'll be fun because we're into the point uh, in media where it's like, hey, it's fun. It's us again. And it doesn't matter. True. It's not going to be a good movie. Will they have to address the second movie and some of the uh, more unflattering parts of it? They're like, hey, remember 30 years ago when we said the F word? <laughs> yeah. And it's not fuck, so do the math anyway. It's a poor taste. Um, 
Number three on my list, meet Joe Black. Oh, I was going to wonder if you're going to... I was going to actually say that as an as a honorable mention, honorable... Dishonorable mention, honorable mention. I, I, I kind of like it. I kind of like it. It's bad. It's good. It's whatever. It's, it's in... If you're not familiar with it, it's Brad Pitt co-starring or starring, I suppose... Um, Anthony Hopkins. What's the what's the female lead in that who's in Mallrats? I just I'm not familiar with her name, but she's a very bad actress too. True. Brad Pitt at the time is just just phoning it in. Best part of that scene when he gets hit by the car. That is that is actually <laughs> on top four car hits and movies. Shout out to Megan. She's the one I yell at in other episodes. <laughs> and number one on the list, it's a little bit of a loophole. The Bible, S- Jesus Christ. <laughs> You, the Passion of the Christ movie, he dies. <laughs> no, not the Passion. I'm just talking about... Never mind. Do they have a reboot? Do they have one where you... Re- I'm not actually familiar with the story enough. He just kind of comes and is like, I'm back. I told you. I'm going to go back. I'm going to yeah, go away they really, again. They really don't touch on the Easter story a lot in any movie that I can think of, but they do definitely... They focus on the dying part more so than the, uh, you know... Hey, oh, sunrise. No, that's Fiddler. Sunrise. I, was trying, I, was trying to th- I was trying to think of uh, you know, religious-y. some Godspell suit. Well, in Jesus Christ Superstar, Bye-bye. he definitely Jesus dies, died. but it does go which, to which one's Jesus that? Christ Superstar. That's Godspell or Jesus Christ Superstar? Which one is he's like, oh, God. That's Godspell. That's yeah, Godspell. Godspell. Yeah, okay, that's that's the best part of the fucking movie. That's the best song in the soundtrack. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if Age of Aquarius is in Godspell, but it always feels like it is. Yeah. Is it? What's after they smoke the PCP? That's definitely <laughs> how the music is composed. It definitely all has the feel of that song. That fucking soundtrack that. I, is just you know, the Age of Aquarius. I on get repeat. what you're talking about, kind of. <laughs> okay. And um, my number one. Sorry. Yeah. City of Angels. Technically, okay. he's not dead because he's an angel, but he comes back from being an angel. So, okay, made it the model. Bad movie, great song, great, great, great theme song. Bad movie, although great theme song. If um, you can picture it when he becomes human and he feels again, Cameron and I saw a person like we that. We saw that happen in real life once. I don't know how to cool. explain it, but great for the trench coat. God, if I was recasting that movie, I'd put John Cusack in it. Where's a black trench coat in every fucking movie? Sure he does. Well, that's my list. Uh, anything I missed? Uh, yeah, I'm going to put honorable mentions. Not like so much they shouldn't have come back, but a lot of times they did, and I liked it. Uh, Idle Hands keeps coming up. He brings his friends back to life. Does it bring back his oh parents? Oh, my God. See, that um, would be on the good version. That's what I'm saying. Mine's more like of times I remember good times, like people Obviously, came back. Obviously, you uh, put like Pet Cemetery on uh, the good what's one. What's the name of the zombie from Hocus Pocus? Billy. Billy was a pretty good guy, turns oh. out. Uh, other sneaky zombies. Uh, what's the claymation one with the witch? Um, it wasn't as good as Coraline. Paranorman. Paranorman. Paranorman Turns out good. the zombies were on our side all along. Were her others twists where the zombies were good? So for this um, list, I kind of stuck away from zombies and stuck oh, yeah, more yeah. to just bring back. My, my, my list is pretty much been like you know the the, the opposite of yours. It's like a good of brought, brought, well the pet cemetery. Pet cemetery is probably number one bad. That turns pretty bad. Uh, um, I mean, but it's a good movie. God, I know I'm missing one more. They brought back to life and it was good. But, you know, that's my try. That's my top three. Uh, thanks for listening to our take on Reanimator. Uh, if there's anything we missed on this because it was our first time listening through, uh, make sure you hit us up at coldclassicspodcast at gmail.com. You can also throw your... Um, you can also throw your Holy Trinity character actors there uh, at us over there. And you can also throw your uh, movie request over at coldclassicspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, if you don't want to get that in depth, anything we miss, you can hit us up on social media, Cold Classics Pod, uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Make sure to like and subscribe, favorite, whatever your podcast app has on it. No, I brought Bye. him life. <laughs> Bye.
Bye. Check you next week. Bye.